We are back with part two of the series, How to Mix Old and New. Is it possible? It is. You can mix old furniture, vintage or antique, with a new sense of style, with a 2021 vibe. You can do it. On Tuesday, we chatted about whether or not you like that piece of furniture, whether or not it is worth the time and hassle to keep it around. We might know it's functional, but what do we do now? We gave you tips and tricks for how to fix some of the most common ailments, and then I walked you through a little bit of how to paint it if you wanted to paint it. Today, we are talking about those pieces of furniture, those vintage or antique pieces that you absolutely love, that you do not want to modify, you do not need to modify, they are pristine, and you just need to know how to update the look, how to make it look not so traditional that you, how do you make that style work? We are breaking it all down with one pretty simple concept, actually, that might remind you a little bit about your love story. (laughs) Are you wondering how I'm going to make that connection? All right, well, tune in. You're going to want to listen. And if you have married your vintage or antique furniture with a 2021 style, I want to see it. I want you to post a picture on Instagram and tag me at Fig and Farm because I want to see how did you do it. We can all use some inspiration. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. I used to play a game with my first graders called Opposites. It goes something like this. Dark, light, soft, hard, tall, short. You get the idea, right? You say a word and you immediately come up with the opposite word. Well, that's kind of what we're talking about today. We are talking about opposites. So I want your mind to go there. And when we're thinking about opposites, (laughs) sometimes we conjure up images of, well, opposites attract, right? You can think about maybe your partner, your, your spouse, whoever you share your heart with, your favorite romantic comedy, wherever you see that in human nature, Opposites do indeed attract. In my own marriage, I am partnered with someone who thankfully is my opposite, who grounds me in ways that I need, but I dream in ways that he needs. He is more calculated and research-based, where I tend to be more spontaneous. He likes early mornings and I like late nights. He can tend to be a little bit more serious and I can be a little bit more silly. He is introverted and I am extroverted. And the list goes on and on. But what a great pair we are, especially as we model all of these traits for our children. That they can see that these differences aren't differences to divide us, 
but that they are actually unifying. So we're going there today. We are talking about ways that we can use the law of opposites attract in a way that we can bring in old furniture and marry it with a home that is more modern, more 2021. Now, when I talk about modern, what I want you to think about is maybe a new build, maybe a build that is in the, from the 90s, from the 2000s. I don't want you to think about slick and sleek and uber modern. That is a style in and of itself, but what we're talking about is that space between traditional and modern. Now, to set the stage even more, I want to remind you who it is I'm talking to. Remember on Tuesday when we when I asked you the question, do you love that piece of furniture? And that piece of furniture could have been old in whatever use of the word, vintage or antique, but Regardless of which category it falls into, it is in pristine condition. It is in condition that looks like grandma has kept it very safe for the last 50 years and has waxed it every Saturday for those last 50 years, and it's just, it is dynamite. That is the type of old I'm talking about today. That is the image I'm trying to get in your mind so that we can pair that type of furniture with a style that is a little bit more 2021. Generally speaking, when we think about a traditional piece of furniture, vintage or antique, they are wood and they are not always the most petite little things. (laughs) And sometimes they take up a big presence within the room. So if we think about that presence in terms of weight, like a visual weight, sometimes they can be very heavy. And one piece of furniture can be heavy, but if you have two maybe from a set or three from a set, it can be even more heavy. Now, this doesn't just go for vintage or traditional furniture. This is actually for any type of furniture that you can go into Ashley Furniture Store and you can buy the set, the dining set, the living room set, the bedroom set, and it is all matchy-matchy, wood tone to wood tone. If it is all matchy-matchy, it can have a very heavy presence within your room. So what is opposite of heavy? Light. And I don't mean in color, I mean in weight. So let's put an image in our mind of a living room. And in this living room, we have this beautiful, passed down from generation to generation, sideboard, credenza, whatever word you want to use, but it has been it has been used before in a dining room, it has been used before in a living room. It is basically a long piece of furniture that you can, that can act like a sofa table. It has storage, it is in beautiful condition, and and in this living room is not only that credenza, but there are dark leather overstuffed chairs. You know, the kind that you want to lounge back in and cuddle up for a movie night or a football game. Sitting underneath those chairs is a rug, and this is an oriental rug, and it's beautiful, and it, the colors are kind of traditional. They are deep and dark and highly saturated, reds and browns and blacks. And this is the room I'm wanting you to picture. Maybe the walls are painted taupe. All of these combinations together are creating a room that is visually heavy. That credenza doesn't stand out by its by itself. That credenza is paired and made heavier because of the overstuffed leather chairs, because of the deepness of the rug on the floor. So what is opposite of heavy, visually heavy, visually light. So of course you can lighten the color, but if you paired that credenza with a 
with a sofa that is not overstuffed. It is visually lighter. It takes up less visual space and energy in your room. Something with streamlined arms, maybe a little bit different texture. Something that is not as deep in color as dark leather, but maybe it is gray velvet. It has maybe more straight lines than it does curved lines. It is not overstuffed, but it is definitely cozy. And maybe the legs too are not rounded and curved. Maybe they are straight and tapered. This is what I mean by visually light. When you have a piece of furniture, like that traditional credenza, and you place it in your room, pairing it opposite a piece of furniture that is visually light in weight can help it feel more modern, a little more 2021, and make make its space known and its presence known as less traditional. This rule doesn't just apply for living rooms. It can apply for any room in the home. And I want you to think about this. If you are trying to avoid a complete traditional look, I want you to think about avoiding dark furniture, deep dark furniture, overstuffed furniture, and furniture that is too big for the space. Instead, try thinking about more petite frames, streamlined frames. If you think about like the Scandinavian style where there are straight lines, if you think about legs that are not traditional in nature, like scrolly or round, think about the stuffing. How full is it? Think about the size, the appropriate size. And if you want to be really crazy, think about this. Pairing wood tones with lucite. Do you know lucite? Lucite is that clear plastic that looks like clear plastic. You can see lucite in tables, chairs. I have a lucite chair in my office and it is paired nicely with my black furniture. I have black caning furniture in my office that is the backdrop for all of my supplies. All of my supplies are hidden in there. And then I have a black desk and black on black is very heavy, even though those pieces are pretty modern. But paired with a lucite chair, and then I have a fluffy, fuzzy rug on top, faux fur rug, it calms down the blackness. If you think about visual weight in terms of color saturation, things that are heavily saturated in color tend to feel visually heavier. Darker furniture, darker rugs. So the opposite of that would be lighter. So be thinking about that. So there's our first one, visually heavy paired with visually light. And if our visually heavy piece is that traditional piece we're trying to bring in from grandma from years ago, pairing it with something visually light is always a bonus. And that leads us to the second tip. What is opposite of dark? Light. And just like color saturation, the heavier saturated color can have a heaviness to it. Imagine that heaviness on your wall, on your floor, on your carpet, on your rug. All of that heaviness can be countered with lightness. So if you have traditional furniture, and you have maybe a couple pieces in a room, and then you have taupe walls, a couple things are going to happen. And not even just taupe, I keep picking on taupe. Taupe is actually making a comeback, you guys. <laughs> um, but not like the way that we saw it in the 90s. It is coming back, it is going to be beautiful and lovely, but I digress. The thing that I want you to think about is when you have darker color walls and then you have darker color furniture, you have one of a couple looks happening here. You can have the look feeling 
like deep and warm and cozy, like maybe a masculine library, right? You want to cozy up and warm up to a, a nice book and you might even have the image of a cigar being smoked in there. <laughs> I don't know, but I picture warm library, but sometimes that that look of the coziness is actually overrun by too much, too heavy, and it can feel too traditional. And that is the look I think that we're trying to avoid here. So if you think about changing the color of your walls, guys, you have you heard me enough saying this? <laughs> Painting your walls a lighter color is going to air out your space and make that piece of furniture that is so lovely feel more intentional. It's going to make that piece of furniture pop. Those wood tones that you can't really see when the when the walls are painted deep, they're actually going to be the focal point. They're going to pop in such a way that your eye is going to be drawn to that instead of that piece of furniture blending into the background. And when we have a statement piece like grandma's credenza, grandma's hutch, whatever that piece of furniture is that is so lovely on its own, Sometimes we want it to make a statement and it can't make a statement if it is blending into the background. So in a way to bring that traditional piece into a 2021 aesthetic, try avoiding darker pieces of furniture. Can you bring in lighter pieces of furniture, lighter couches, lighter side chairs? Try avoiding dark walls. Can you think about more colors that are not just white, but colors that are lighter, that bring out a brightness and an airiness to the room? Think about avoiding dark window treatments. And you've heard me say window treatments are a must for that layer and depth and texture. Try avoiding dark window treatments, dark textiles. Now, if you already have things in your room like dark couches and you already think, okay, these are actually streamlined. These are kind of those nice lines that Danny is mentioning. Great. How can you soften the darkness of that couch? Can you bring in and counter lighter textiles like all cream pillows, creams of different texture, creamy throw blankets? Absolutely. That would lighten that substantially. One rule of thumb to think about is for every dark piece of furniture you have or dark thing you have in your room, do you have something that is light? And if you want it to feel less traditional, maybe for every dark piece of furniture or dark thing you have in your room, maybe you should do two lights to counter it. So for example, if I have one lovely piece of hand-me-down furniture passed down and it is ginormous, I want two light things to counter that. I want a light rug and I want a light couch. The other thing to think about is when dark sits on top of dark or dark sits next to dark, that can create a space that feels a little heavier, a little more traditional. So can you think about having that dark sitting next to a light? So for example, if you have a dark couch, and this doesn't, this doesn't always just apply to the traditional furniture, the um, antique or the vintage. It can apply to anything that you might have in your home. So if you have dark leather couches and it's sitting on top of a dark leather rug, there's not enough contrast there. Dark leather rug. Who has a dark leather rug? <laughs> that's funny. A dark couch sitting on top of a dark rug. That's better. <laughs> Try changing up the rug. Easy peasy. So this is most common. I can see this playing out 
over and over again in a dining room, right? Where you have the dark dining set and it might be, it might be an antique, but that dark dining set sitting next to the dark chairs, right? Because it's a set and sets go together. How can you play with that? Maybe you leave the dining room table and the chairs alone, but you change the surround. Maybe you don't necessarily like the chairs and you leave that traditional table and you change the chairs and those chairs can act as the lighter contrast to it. So there are ways to play around it. But generally speaking, the more, the more pieces you have in a room, the heavier it is exponentially. So countering that with a lighter piece can help it feel more modern, more 2021. Okay, moving on. So we have visually heavy paired with visually light. We have dark versus light. And now we have masculine. What is opposite of masculine? Feminine. Can home decor be masculine or feminine? Yes, absolutely. Think about leather. Which category would you put that in? I would put that in masculine. What is opposite of that? It could be something like faux fur. So if you have a leather couch, for example, and you have a faux fur pillow, that is pairing and contrasting nicely. That is opposites attract. But if you think about other textures like wood tones, metal, iron, think opposite. What might be different? What might be more feminine? Velvet, faux fur, cable knit. You might think too in terms of colors. I might think the deeper colors are a little bit more masculine and the lighter colors are a little bit more feminine. One thing to try, this is not written in stone and this is definitely not a playbook that I can give you. But if you look around your home and you think, would I assign a feminine or a masculine trait to that? What would it be? Maybe this dark black sideboard in my dining room is more masculine, but paired next to these white chairs at the dining room table, that is more feminine. Does feminine always have to be lacy and doily with ruffles? No. And in fact, things to avoid, if you're trying to avoid that more traditional look, would be lace and ruffles and doilies. Avoiding those. Doilies, however, paper doilies, this is a side note and a tangent, paper doilies make great accompaniment to a wrapped present. <laughs> of course, determining whether something is masculine versus feminine is going to be subjective. It is going to be in the eye of the beholder. Same thing with any of these things, really. How deep and dark do you feel like it is? How light and airy do you feel like it is? All of this is all in the eye of the beholder. So these are just some guidelines to follow. Dark versus light, masculine versus feminine, heaviness versus lightness in terms of weight. When we think traditional though, I do want to throw out a few terms and a few things to visualize so that you can start recognizing pieces that might be taking up space in your room that are reading more traditional than you might want them to. Now, when I talk about reading the room, oftentimes when you walk into a space, your room kind of says something. It feels a certain way. And this is what I'm talking about. So generally, when I walk into a room and if I see these things, I think this feels more traditional. It might feel more traditional if you see iron, if you see scroll work, like a finial, for example, at the end of a curtain rod and it is scrolly, that feels more traditional. 
you might see multiple wood tones and multiple wood tones or wood in general can feel more traditional. Rolled arms on furniture, on couches, for example, or skirting on the base of a couch, or even rolled legs, those really heavy kind of donut-shaped wood bases that can feel more traditional. If you think about lamps and lights, if it has a shade that is a bell shade, that can feel more traditional. Or a Tiffany lamp, you know, the kind that has the, it looks like um, stained glass, that feels more traditional. Some fabrics that feel traditional, silk or taffeta. Deep saturated colors, like what you might find in an oriental rug, those all say traditional. So if you're wanting to move away from that, and you're wanting to move into more light and airy in 2021, but have some traditional pieces, maybe try thinking about those things I just mentioned and see if those are making your room read more traditional than you want it to. And you can replace them with things like lighting with barrel, barrel shades or even empire shades, metals that are not iron or finials that have not really an ornament at the end. You can replace things like the deep saturated oriental rugs with rugs that are a little bit lighter or have that vintage look and feel, that, that vintage wash. Lighting that has that, that thin ironwork can be replaced with lighting that has a little bit more fullness to it, like opaque gourd shapes. Things like that as you start identifying what feels traditional in my room and how can I counter it. Even if you change one thing at a time and your goal is to make it feel like a storied, curated, intentional overtime look, can happen. Just be mindful of the things that are feeling a little bit more traditional, that are feeling like they are reading more traditional than you want them to. I hope these tips are helpful and I want to see some transformations that you're making. So what does your room look like and what changes are you going to make in order to make your room, your home, feel a little less traditional than you want it to? But bringing that that lovely piece that you inherited, that you found into the limelight. How are you going to make that happen? And if you want my help, I am always here. You can book a call by going to figandfarmathome.com underneath work with me and you can book a call there or book a room edit and we can walk you through step-by-step which pieces feel and read more traditional and how you can counter those. And remember, do you have a question you want answered on the podcast? Reach out. Send me a DM at Fig and Farm on Instagram or send me an email, figandfarm at home at gmail.com. Ask your question. If it needs a picture, send a picture and I'll answer it on there. All right, until next time, I hope you're doing well. See you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.